0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton here from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on all the social media channels. Hashtag S-G-N. Guys, that's it. Look, this is a special episode because it's the NFL schedule release. I am really pumped up. I really am. I know that there are people out there uh, that, that sit around and, look, You laugh at people like me, right? I'm a nerd. I'm one of these guys. I love the schedule or release. And we have a lot of time between now and then to kind of let it sink in. But from a betting perspective, even if you're not one of those guys that are going to make a bet three months out or whatever it is, right? Even if you're not one of those players that are going to take advantage and try to middle things, which a lot of guys are, even if you're not that, it's really good to understand the market and how the market will be affected by the schedule release. How the market opens up with the early season numbers, with the early season projected numbers and where they come to. It's all what we always talk about, what you can learn with, and how you can kind of dive into it. So, yes, a lot of guys out there, and I urge you to do so, take advantage of early lines where you could possibly middle something, okay? There's a couple that we'll talk about right away that jump out. You might be able to middle, that's good. You could jump on some early lines just because you don't think you're ever gonna get a better value and that's fine. But for a lot of you guys that are listening, you're not pros, you're not gonna be sitting down and you're not gonna be betting months and months in advance. That doesn't mean you can't take away something here from the schedule being released from the immediate impact of, oh, wait a minute, this team's going to be minus three. And then we turn around, and in September, it's five and a half or six. Well, what did that mean? Well, they gained steam. Did anything happen? Does anything happen over that time, or was it just the public chasing the money? So these are all kind of things we have to pay attention to. When we are a sports better, okay, somebody that's doing this and trying to make money on it, not just having fun with it, it is you against the sports book. And the sports book is absolutely ready to throw out a number, right? They are prepared to put down a number. But they are also prepared to move that number at will. The minute that they see the public going one way, they'll move it. They'll adjust. They will do a lot of adjustments between now and opening day or now and whatever game that we're talking about. You also have to remember that you have to be that way as well. You have to be ready to make a bet right now. Now, you may not make that bet. But you have to mentally be prepared. Okay, if the season was today, this is what I have to do. Act like you're the sports book, and that's how you get the advantage. We also have the idea that you're going to be inundated, especially today and this week and this weekend. You're going to be inundated with strength of schedule, strength of schedule for this team, and strength of schedule for that team. And that is a complete farce. Because all they're doing is using last year's numbers to tell you what this year is going to look like. Does that really tell us really what we're getting in maybe the Colts with Anthony Richardson? Does that really tell us what we're really getting in the New York Jets with now Aaron Rodgers? No, it doesn't. So be careful with strength of schedule, be careful with projections and the nonsense that you're gonna be inundated with. That is all stuff that eventually, look, it'll be shaken out. If you wanna honestly look back and you sit down and you look at strength of schedules, based on projected win totals by Vegas, right? By the the schedule makers. That's what you have to look at. You do it by the schedule makers, not what they did last year. Don't worry what they did last year, okay? You you look at, well, this team is is last year. Well, well, listen, right now, some of the easiest schedules, obviously three of the easiest schedules, and you can even maybe throw Tampa in there, but but they're going to play a first place schedule. Uh, Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. All right now on paper seem like easy schedules. Why? Because they got to beat each other up, right? I mean, they're going to beat each other up. But one of these teams is going to be the cream of the crop. All of these teams have a new signal call from what they did to start the year last year, including Tampa, that whole division. Indianapolis seems to have a relatively easy schedule, but they have a new quarterback. So that could be a very, very easy schedule if he succeeds or it could flop on his face. and look like a hard schedule. The Bears, the same thing. The Bears are a completely different team. Some of the hardest schedules when you really look at it, obviously, we're going to be looking at Miami, the Bills, New England, and even the Jets. But again, that is just obvious, not from last year. It's because what we know looking at this year and what we're looking at as far as what they're supposed to be, Chiefs and Raiders as well, both very tough schedules. So you look at the projected win totals for each team, and we've done shows on this, projected win total And where those win totals are going to come? Where are those win totals going to come from, right? This is what you need to kind of turn around and take a look at. And you look at what the actual results were last year, and you go back 365 days, and you start to talk about, well, what did they think was going to be the toughest schedule? What was going to be the easiest? Look, I sat here last year, and I did my preview, and I sat before the year, and I said, I'm on the Eagles, and I'm on the Vikings for their win total over. I took two teams, win total over. That's the only two teams I told you guys. We were over by like midseason, right? Both of them crushed the over. And it was strictly based on strength of schedule. But if you asked any really talking head out there, neither one of those had Minnesota and Philly as one of the top five easiest schedules in the league. It just kind of worked out that way. And it seemed to me that they were going to be that. So betting on an easy schedule or against an easy schedule is one thing. Right? That's a completely different animal than going back and look at projected easy schedules and what it could be. All of these things have nuances. Who's playing on the road a lot? Where are they playing? What kind of rest do they get? What about short rest? All of this has to be included. That's why we're going to break down the schedule here. So, the funny thing about the NFL release date, and oh, here we go at eight o'clock Thursday night, right? Oh, oh it's going to be amazing. Everything gets leaked. <laughs> I mean, it really does. It really it takes away from it, but it's almost like the NFL draft. I love the NFL draft. I really, really enjoy the NFL draft. I don't do any in-game betting on it or anything. I don't look at Twitter, or I try not to look at Twitter. I tweet, but I try not to look at Twitter during the NFL draft because everything gets leaked, you know, before you see it on TV. It's almost impossible to be on social media and not have the NFL games be leaked. So I do have some uh, that were leaked early, but I have the whole schedule, but I have some that were leaked early. So these may not be this big revelation for you, but here are the reveals that we absolutely know. Falcons-Jaguars are going to play in London in week four. Jaguars-Bills are going to play in London in week five. Now, that's a spot where the Jaguars will stay in London. guys. They're going to play back-to-back weeks in London. It's the first time it's ever happened. Jacksonville will stay in London. They're going to stay there. You've got to look at Jacksonville in that first game as being a favorite against the Falcons. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter, really, the outcome. They're going to be the underdogs in week five against the Bills, barring some... Unforeseen huge injury to Josh Allen, God forbid, right? That's what it's going to be. You're looking at them going to be more than a touchdown underdog in that spot where Buffalo is flying into London. Their time clock's going to be different. We know the struggles that London and the turf has brought before them. Hey, Jacksonville's going to be there already. That's a spot as a smart handicapper. I'm circling. I'm saying, I want to see that number. I want to see what that number gets as we get closer to the season, we get closer to week five, remembering that they're going to be on the road. Two games in a row, but they're not really because they're not going to be leaving. Ravens-Titans will also go to London. That's in week six. Colts-Patriots are going to play in Germany. That is going to be in week 10. Dolphins-Jets, the first Black Friday game ever. That's going to be at MetLife, uh, Meadowlands Complex, by the way, has the American Dream Mall. Have fun there on Black Friday trying to find parking. Giants-Eagles, Christmas Day. Bengals-Chiefs, week 17. That is what has been released right now. So from a betting perspective, look, I mean, we could talk as fans, right? But from a betting perspective, the Jaguars offer something there to me. I think the Jaguars are going to be a little little bit of a buy if it gets maybe over a touchdown or so. Being in London two weeks in a row just makes a little bit of sense, right? That's going to be one of those spots where I could say, okay, sure. I think the Patriots, because they've done the Germany thing and and the Colts being – At that point, even if Richardson is ready to go, a younger team, I think Belichick can kind of get them ready for that game. That should be an interesting one. I don't think Giants-Eagles on Christmas Day does... does, Look, it's a great game. I mean, it's a great... They did a good job scheduling-wise as fans, but from a betting perspective, no. And Week 17, Bengals and Chiefs, I'm sorry. It's New Year's Eve. That game might mean almost nothing. It might. I, I don't think it will. Look, I think it will mean something just because of the contentious nature of both of these divisions. But it may mean nothing. I I would so much rather Bengals Chiefs week like 10, right? I I would love that. Bengals Chiefs, give it to me like week 14 even. That would be fun. Week 17 is kind of the end of the year. I I don't know. I don't love that that much. So I know people are excited about that one. I I don't love it that much. I I think the schedule makers gave us some good games here early on, and, and it's pretty fun, but... Overall, I'm not overly enthused on the betting standpoint of these games. A couple other uh, leaks here that we could talk about uh, that all came out. You guys might have heard about them. The Packers schedule for some reason was leaked pretty early. They'll play um, the Bears in Week One, which is a, a tough spot for Jordan Love. Right, the Bears are supposed to be very improved. Uh, the Bears defense maybe not so improved, but the Bears did did some, did some tinkering, especially in the linebacker core there. Uh, But he's going to be going up against Justin Fields, and Fields has been the anointed one by Bears fans as being the best quarterback now in that division. It's going to be a tough week one game for the Packers to get Jordan Love underway. You also then go week five to Lions. That's Thursday night football. Week six at the Raiders is Monday night football. Week 13 at the Chiefs is Sunday night football. Week 14 at Giants. Monday night football. Week 17 at the Vikings. And then they also play the Lions on Thanksgiving. The new look Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers is getting a ton of television time. I mean, they're just getting a ton of television time. And there are quarterbacks in this league, (coughs) Kirk Cousins, right? That just don't handle the bright lights very well. We don't know about Jordan Love. What I do know is that there's gonna be a lot of pressure on him. And to get a Thursday night game against the Lions, that's a short week. Come back at week six, Monday night football, after the Thursday night game, Right, but it's gonna be at Las Vegas at at that that just giant play. I, I mean, it's gonna be tough, right? I mean, stay in Vegas. It's gonna be a lot of Packer fans, but it's still gonna be tough. Then Week 13, you got the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Then at the Giants in whatever weather, Jordan Love's gonna have to play in there Monday Night Football, and then at the Vikings Sunday Night Football. So they end off Week 13, 14. We could be watching a Packers team that, it, it, by all rights, I mean they could have three, four wins. Playing the Chiefs Sunday Night Football, Giants Monday Night Football, Vikings at the Vikings Sunday Night Football. This, this could be a brutal, brutal stretch. I don't think that they did the fans any favors by giving us the Packers all this much. Uh, betting-wise, you know, I mean, betting-wise, what, what are you going to do here? What, what kind of numbers Jordan Love going to get? By the time Week 13, 14, 17 come around, th- th- we're already going to have an established number. So from a betting perspective, I'm not going anywhere near. I will say this, the Lions hype, by the way, is real. And use that to your advantage. The Lions hype this season is real. It's very, very real, okay? The Lions play the Chiefs opening day. They are getting seven points right now. That is not enough. It's not enough. First of all, why are the Lions play the Chiefs? On opening day, that's ridiculous. But, but that's, that's a number. That's one of those games that jumped out at me and I said, it's just not enough. I know everybody's buying into the Lions. Everybody loves the Lions. Here we go, Lions, Lions, Lions. It's just not enough. It's not enough for me. I, I, I like the Lions this year, but there's a lot of moving parts. And it's against the Chiefs. At Arrowhead. I know the Chiefs don't cover often, by the way. I, I get it. I, I don't care. Aaron Rodgers is going to open up uh, week one as a home underdog. He'll be a home underdog for only the ninth time in his career. Uh, he will open up against the Bills. The Bills are giving... It depends on where you're shopping. And here's where we get into the fun stuff, right? I saw this open up and it was leaked as a pick'em. There's not one site that I could have found it, found it at a pick'em. It was my it bills minus about a half minus one. You can find the Jets plus three, or you could have found that earlier today. There is a good spot. If you are somebody that likes to middle things, right now, take the bills. If you could get pick'em, jump on it all day. If it's minus one, I'm jumping on it too. As the season progresses, or as the offseason progresses, I should say, um, the only thing that will make this lower, the Jets are not going to be favorites. Everyone's on the Jets bandwagon. I get it. But as we start to hear, well, how's Brees Hall coming back? Uh, How's Aaron Rodgers? Well, he's still 40 years old. I mean, the Bills are going to, as we get closer, start to get that money. I'm not one for middling, okay? I don't really like to middle it out this, this far out. I usually don't like to make bets as far out, but that's one to keep an eye on. I don't think that this ever gets to the Jets being a favorite. Barring, again, a giant injury, it just doesn't look like it's a favorite. We could also talk about week one, where the Niners uh, will not be playing, right? So they're not playing Philadelphia in week one. And you go, Tom, that's a random thing that you're saying out of nowhere. Well, Kyle Shanahan last night talked about the Niners are going to play week 13 against Philadelphia. And Shanahan came out and said, I'm glad we're not playing Philly in week one. I want to play them at a better time. I want to make sure our whole team is right there. We feel like we didn't get to do it last time, and I'm ready to go back again. Now, this is a statement that comes with a lot of question marks. Whether you're a fantasy player, whether you're a Niners fan, whether you're just just a football fan in general, why is he saying he doesn't want to play them in week one? And he's saying, I want to make sure our whole team is right there. Does this mean Brock Birdie's not going to be there for week one? I mean, did, did Shanahan basically just say, we're not sure we could win without Brock Purdy? And, and, and Brock Purdy is going to be healthy in week 13, we feel better. Right? I mean, he, well, is that what he's saying? He doesn't like to go to Philly anyway. Right? Kyle Shan, Shanahan said, uh, continued and said, I don't like going back to Philly. My wife is bitter about it. She didn't like our fan experience in the stand. She's not going this time. I mean, he doesn't like Philly at all anyway. Okay. But to go out and, and say, you wish it was a different week and certainly not week one. When you have a quarterback that's on the shelf right now, yeah, this is something to read into, right? So for you betters out there, this is something if you were thinking about taking an early stab at San Francisco, I would be hesitant about it. I'm somebody that's pulling off of that right now. Uh, yeah, that, that's not something I want to hear. It's not something I want to hear. Maybe Purdy will be fine. But to me, that sounded like, yeah, we don't feel good about a week one showdown with somebody we, we don't know if we could beat. That's how I read that, because our quarterback is banged. And he may not be ready for week one. That's how I read it. That's how I read it. Uh, some other lines uh, for some important games. I mentioned that that December 31st game, Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs early line is minus three and a half at Arrowhead. Yeah, okay. All right, that, that's fair. I thought it would be three. It's fair at three and a half, and it's minus 105 uh, opening up. Uh, a couple others here. Like I said, that Jacksonville-Atlanta game, and we'll go with the Jacksonville-Atlanta and the Buffalo-Jacksonville game back-to-back. I'm a little shocked at these numbers here. Jacksonville, and these are both in London, remember. Jacksonville is minus four against Atlanta. I love the Jags in London. We go to London all the time. Minus four against Atlanta. Weird spot. And I know the four number scares people. Weird, weird spot there. And then Buffalo... And Jacksonville, Jacksonville's only getting three and a half. See, I I thought that would be a better touchdown, right? And I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing three and a half. Ooh, ooh. They're expecting people to go with my London angle there. How about the other London games? Uh, Baltimore minus five and a half against Tennessee. November 5th, KC minus five and a half against Miami. New England and Germany will be a five-point favorite over Indy. That's, That's something I'm circling. I think Belichick gets his team ready better than a new head coach and potentially a new quarterback. And oh, by the way, Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Look it up. <laughs> it's sports betting one one Belichick against rookie quarterback. That's my game. That's my one. I'm jumping all over that. I, I, I'll bet that now. I'm okay with betting that now. Giants, Eagles. Eagles are giving them seven and a half on Christmas Day. Now the New York money will come in on that. That might be seven. We'll see how the season progresses. I'm a little shocked that it's seven and a half to open it up. And then the Black Friday game that I did mention, Jets-Miami. Jets Jets minus two and a half against Miami in New York, where you will not find parking that day at all. So now let's take a quick look at week one in the NFL. I mean, we're looking down the road. I get it. That's all fun. But let's look at week one. We have, like I said, the Chiefs-Lions kickoff game. I'm I'm all over the Chiefs in that one as of right now. I, I, I think that the Lions will have a good year, but people are already anointing them as one of the contenders in the NFC. They've already given them the division. I think that the hype is a little bit too much for the Lions. And you give me Dan Campbell against Andy Reid with all of this time. I like Campbell. Give me Reid with the time off. Panthers, Falcons. Uh, I mean, are we getting Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter? I, I can't go near it. Texans, Ravens. I expect the Ravens to start getting some steam here. I see their schedule. I see their team. I like what they're doing. They should be a substantial favorite over the Texans. The Texans could be a feisty team at times, especially against uh, a Ravens team. New offensive coordinator, new offensive pieces. It might take three, four weeks for them to really click offensively. Bengals, Browns, classic matchup there. You got to like the Bengals, but Deshaun Watson now is a full offseason. Be careful. Jacksonville Colts, everyone in their mother is going to be on Jacksonville right? Depending on AR starts, uh, Richardson starts for the Colts or not, it doesn't matter. Everyone's going to be on the Jaguars. I don't love the Jags on the road. There's a lot, a lot of pressure on them early on in the season. I'm not loving that game. And you would think I'd be all over the Jags because I am a a Jags guy, right? Uh, You would think I'd be all over them, but I'm not. Buccaneers, Vikings, here's a, a spot where I expect the The world to just back up the Vikings here. Oh, they are a great team last year. They got Justin Jefferson, best player in the league, right? Oh, man, everything's great. The Buccaneers are terrible. They lost Tom Brady. Buccaneers are going to run the ball all day long, and that could drain the clock. That could keep this game a little bit closer than I think people expect. I'm going to wait to see what happens with the Dalvin Cook situation. Touch that one. Well, I'm kind of leaning the Bucks as an underdog there. Titans, Saints, Niners, Steelers. Woo! What a defensive battle that could be. That could be, I mean, we, we're looking at Niners, Steelers, 13-6. I mean, that is the kind of game that we're looking at there. And bo- guess what, 13-6 game, if I told you right now, uh, 13-6, 13-10, 13-10 game, Tomlin. He's going, yeah, I'll take it. Shannon, 13-10, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, that, that's, that is a slugfest. That's the total I'm looking for. What are you gonna set the total? I mean, what can they possibly set the total at, 38? Right, I mean, you give me a 38, I'm going under. Cardinals, Commanders, Got to like the Commandos at home. I think Cardinals are a mess. Bears, Packers, we just talked about that. Broncos, Raiders. Ooh, Russ, can he cook? What happened to him last year? Chargers, Dolphins uh, in LA. Eagles, Patriots. Another spot. I think everybody's going to be on the Eagles. Everybody is just drooling over Philadelphia here. Uh, Another spot, I'm kind of leaning the Patriots. Patriots is seemingly a team that I want to go bet this year. Rams, Seahawks, that should be a good one. I think everybody's going to be down on the Rams. You can see it already. The public is already down on the Rams. Got a healthy Stafford for week one. Got a healthy Cooper Cup for week one. Healthy Aaron Donald for week one. I know they lost a lot. Healthy Cam Akers for week one. I know they lost a lot. I'm not counting the Rams out. I'm not counting them out. Sunday night football, Cowboys, Giants, that'll be a good one. It's it's a really good game. It's a really good game for uh, the football fan. Uh, not, Not a good betting situation. And then Bills, Jets, Monday Night Football. Like I said, Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers is an underdog, guys. Monday Night Football. And guess what? It's not enough. Give me Josh Allen all day there. want to talk about Aaron Rodgers going out there and trying to prove something. How about Josh Allen going out there and trying to prove something against the guy that is trying to take his job? Yeah, how about that? So I see a couple of spots that I want to jump on early. I hope that you guys do enjoy the schedule release as much as I do. Lots of good stuff out there. There's opportunity to make some coin here. There's some opportunity to make some coin and cash those tickets. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Tom Barton from Tom Barton Sports and from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out. Sports Garden, dot G-A-R-T-E-N, com. Sports Garden, on all of the social media channels. Hashtag S We'll be back.